I, I, you know, they're not that difficult to get. We're, we're, we're recording I, I, right now. I'll take a low level agent. I'll take a low level agent that's well, like it's just, easy to get just, one of them. yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's great. So we jump in from PG 13. New York. We literally jump in from PG 13 to NC's, the NC 17. No, 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 no. It's not. Well, we're not talking about because to really, to really have an issue with getting sponsors, you got to talk about like there's a bunch of sex podcasts that are all like kind of popular. And I listen to one called Horrible Decisions, which is it's really funny. Yeah, you know they st- they started their show started on at Gotham. Yeah, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gotham Gotham Podcast Studios is his. Yeah, like a bunch of comedians started using it. Yeah, and they started using it, and I like their show because apparently the girl on there, um, she was dating Dave East. Mm-hmm. Dave East was like her jump off, but she'd be talking about all types of wild stuff. We're talking about like pecking yeah. dudes and shit. So I don't know. I don't. I don't particularly but, like the show. It's not bad. But- it's just not. I just realized it's not for me. Why? Uh oh. Huh? Why? I mean, you know, cause, cause, thoughts talking about that shit just doesn't really, just doesn't really <laughs> ring. Just doesn't really ring for me. It's like it gives you me. Know, a, it gives me insight to a world I'll, I'll never see. That I was never but, interested in in the first place. Exactly. That's exactly. No, but for er, I, I wasn't interested. I said, see, for well, from, from, from afar. You can just watch it from afar, and it's safe. Come to yeah, it's like. Zone. That's why people like sex podcasts because it's like watching a reality show. It's like, well, I know yeah. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not changing up that much. Like, I'm not that crazy. Like, I wouldn't be out here doing that. But I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I'll talk about it. Like, what's I'm about? cool. I don't really care about what, you know, whether or not they, you know, what you do. I think this thing. I'm cool with like that's a girl talk. Like, like you know what it is? No, because they be having some dudes on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you uh, know what? I, I have. I've, I've seen some of this. Some of this. I've seen some other videos too. And even other ones. I forgot. No, I don't want to just mention them. But that's the one I listened to. And then there was just like five or six others. But you know, you know what it is? Because I actually I was listening to the other one. Um, the one that Angela Yee does. Oh yeah, that's um, pretty good. I can't remember. I can't remember the name of it. But you know what it was like? I I was never that kid that wanted to sneak into like when like, like if your sister was ever like you know had a sleepover with her girlfriends and you wanted to like sneak in to hear what they were talking about and whatever i was never that kid that was interested in that so gotcha. you know like y'all do y'all thing y'all talk about all that dumb shit that y'all want to talk about i'm playing video games over here i'm good <laughs> <laughs> like ain't, ain't nobody out here coming coming right. to do anything with me so like y'all just stay over there and keep talking about that dumb shit I y'all talking see how about. this benefits me yeah exactly it doesn't do anything for me so <laughs> yeah Cause you're still over there. You're cute, though, but you're still over there. Yes. Yeah, you will come point. over here and try some of that stuff. Cool, no problem. But it let it, it did surprise me. Okay, that's true. But it did surprise me. Like it's like how the same reason why I watch Married at First Sight. Sometimes I just like I just enjoy messy shit, man. I enjoy <laughs> jokes. Like I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's true. That's Not true. everything I do is good for me. Some of these, some of the things I watch are empty calories. You know, I eat donuts too, nigga. Like it's, <laughs> I don't always make good decisions. <laughs> Like I don't always make good decisions, but that shit is fun to listen to. Real talk. Yeah, that, that's the one thing there is you gotta have the good and the bad, you know, mix it up. You know, this makes yeah. life great. Yeah. It does. All right. All right, maybe I'll start watching again. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Sports Gods Pick Show. We oh, got yeah, they're here. Ace and back this week and week. Yeah, what's going on, man? All right, we keep let's keep that whole let's keep that whole beginning. By the way, shout out to Horrible Decisions. They're a great podcast. I wish to be like them at some point. 
Yeah, me too. They got good. I wish to be as I wish to be as 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 you know. I wish this. I wish for this show to be as popular as that show at some point in time. Yeah, Yeah, we we might get some sponsors. I know, (laughs) but you know what though? Because of how we talk and how we talk about people, like it's not like we're gonna. It's not like we're gonna get like on an actual like network because to be big in sports podcasting, don't you have? Well, I don't know if you do. Maybe you don't have to be associated with like mainstream. You don't got to be on ESPN or CBS Sports or NBC Sports. I mean, it helps. I'm sure it helps. Yeah, it gets but, you the money, ad money. But it's like yeah. they got they got professionals for that. They got professional people who who went to broadcasting school or full they ain't doing nothing different from what we're doing right now. They ain't doing nothing different from what we're doing right now. I promise you that, Ace. I promise you that. But some of them have actually played in the NFL, or at least that's perfectly fine. And and that. and they speak worse than the three of us. That's true. But I will say this. I listen to Bomani Jones and he has Dominique Foxworth on every Friday now. Yeah. When he had him on before, it was always good. But them talking about this. this yeah, I was just listening to it this morning. And on the, no, it was morning. At, whenever. I was listening to it probably on the way home from work. But it's interesting because some of them are good. Foxworth is good. Bomani is I good. Hear, I have no problem with Bomani yeah, Jones. Whenever I hear Damian Woody talk, I'm like, my man, like, how are you, how are you on TV? Because I don't understand why they need you. Because they had Teddy Bruschi, and he said but he knows what stuff. he's talking about, though. Teddy, you know, I didn't say he was wrong. I said, like, I don't man, know, I don't know how college. it really is. That dude is a college graduate. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nah, right, it's, it's boring. Shout it's out like, to all of them, man. I just want to, I just want to get a new Genix, a new Genix, and a Viagra, and a Viagra sponsor, and we good. <laughs> We are good. Genix is around. Still. Frank it's Thomas, like hit me up. Oh, man. Anyway. Yo, it's in GNC now. I was in GNC over, uh, today. Is it really? Eugenix is in GNC. I oh, was wow. Just... So it's legit. It, it's, it, 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 has, it has made it. It has made okay. it. So now I think I'm going to get one of those free bottles that Frank Thomas keeps trying to push at me. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if you saw it at the corner grocery store, you know, in the little, you know, the little kit. Oh, you mean like the... What were them pills that they were selling back in the day, like the exercise pills? I think one. Did any of y'all ever take them joints? Which ones? No. <laughs> exercise pills that would make your heart beat like 150 miles an hour for no damn like reason. Like hydroxy cut or nothing like that. No, it was it was close to that. It was like hydroxy was cut, like but it was that, like yeah. the stacker two. And it was stackers, like, yes, the stackers. Was stackers. stackers. I, I did try the yeah. hydroxy cut. And the next thing you know, it's like class me. action lawsuit against them. Yeah, I did. I did try stacker. I think the stacker threes when I was first going to the gym. Stack. And yeah, it definitely it definitely made your heart rate. I like I think it was like one step down from a steroid. It just it was it like was damn near speed. It really it really was. It was the M eighty version of a of a stick of dynamite. Huh? Ex- exactly, exactly. <laughs> I actually had that original hydroxy cut too. That thing I actually had to throw that thing away, man. That thing was pumping my heart like crazy. I thought I was gonna die on that. Yeah, when you, like too when, much. You, when you don't go to the gym, when you take one of those and you don't go to the gym right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. You'll be sitting in your house and you start shaking. <laughs> Seriously, like legitimately, you if you don't get that energy out, you you uh-huh. that's why they tell you to like take it twenty to thirty minutes before you actually go to the gym. Yeah, see, my dumb up behind was my dumb ass wasn't even reading that shit. I just took it, you yeah. know. I thought it was a miracle fat pill, taking you know, popped it in there, <laughs> you know, just made my heart beep, beeping and stuff like that. Nah, no, never again. Gained go twenty something. pounds after that. I should have taken one. Of, I should have taken those before every flag football game we ever played. That really would help me. <laughs> Man, I should have done steroids. <laughs> you know, it's funny. One of my coworkers who played baseball, this dude from uh, Queens, from Howard Beach, he admitted to me that uh, he took steroids in high school when he was playing baseball, and he still didn't get a scholarship. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Wow. 
That's crazy. Really trash. You had no talent. But it, you were really <laughs> trash. But it, yeah, but it makes me think. Like baseball season just started, right? Like, was it the Detroit Tigers were playing in the snow yesterday, and their their opening wow. day game in Detroit? <laughs> Right? Did y'all see that? Yep. Oh wow! It, it's, it's it's happened before. The Yankees the Yankees had an opening day in the snow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This was in the nineties. Back in the nineties, I remember. I remember very very distinctly. Oh, okay. Because it don't usually snow in April in New York City. Yeah. It was. It was a. That's a rare event. It was a rare thing. Andy Pettit was still pitching for the Yankees at the time. It was. It was oh. back then. Also talking about steroids, but yes, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, man. Yeah, if you're good, I get it. I get it. I I get it. You know what the funny thing about A-Rod is, though? He says he started taking them in Texas because he felt the pressure of the $250 million contract, so he wanted to be the best he could. He had hit 100 and, what, like 70 home runs in, like, four seasons (laughs) the last four years in Seattle? (laughs) So I was like, how much better did you think you were going to be it was that's not a rational thought. He said he started taking it in Texas. That was that seems crazy to me. So you're telling me you hit 173 in four years or something like that, and you needed to get better? How much better were you gonna be that we weren't gonna suspect also that something was going on? The funny thing about it, he's talking about pressure. This is the one state that you, there is no pressure. This is Texas, man. People will be here relaxing like crazy. They don't really win <laughs> titles. And Houston had to cheat to win theirs. Well, right. The last championship they won was in the same year. Was yeah. um, Houston? Houston won the '95 title, and then the Cowboys won the '95 title, and it's been well, 25 straight years or 26 straight years, and not winning. Yeah, you know what? They still look like America's team. Well, actually, that's for football. Well, actually, until yeah, <laughs> America's team. Yeah. Hey, they got the most fans. People, they they have more one double A teams playing spring football in the FCS than any other state. They have like nine or ten schools playing fcs football from march or february until now it's like yo we got to get this money in that's true and and people are willing to go and people are going to games tarleton state i didn't even know i was like tarleton's not a state why are they even called that tarleton state out of texas all right so nfl draft um they keep talking about the different quarterbacks they keep talking about fields they keep criticizing him they keep talking about fields they keep talking about Lawrence. They did the April Fool's thing where they were talking about how maybe, you know, uh, Urban Meyer was taking Justin Fields because, you know, he's an Ohio State guy and he trusts his old uh, assistant coach and he knows how good that kid is and yada, 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 and all that other stuff. And the big trade that they've made, Ant, do you want to speak on that? The big trade that the Dolphins made to move up as all is making all Jets fans crazy right now. Oh, the Dolphins, at first they moved back with, um, I believe it was um... – San Francisco and then had San Francisco take their spot and then they moved back up. This is where the Giants should be pissed off at. They moved back up with the Eagles and got this that, that nice little sixth spot. But if I was a Giants fan, I'd be pissed off because of that last game. I don't know if y'all remember that or not. Oh, when, the yeah, e- yeah. When, when the Eagles basically just tanked that last game just so you can, you know, have that little nice spot, but yet they move back now. See, but, and but this is but that's strategy, right? Because they lost that last game, they got the sixth pick. Had they, they won that game, that head coach that decided to do that, right? Had they won that game, they wouldn't have had the sixth pick, so they would not have been able to make this trade to yeah. get more draft capital. That they absolutely, that clearly, Philadelphia sorely needs the draft capital. They mm-hmm. still get, they still going to get a, a high, you know, a high pick at twelve, and they're picking one spot behind the Giants, right? So it's you know. <laughs> It's you know it's a win win for it's a win win for Philly. I mean you know 
whether it's, it's really about whether or not you like Jalen Hurts, but they're going to give him, they're going to give him enough. There's going to be enough players around him for him to, so you know, Philadelphia's sink swim. drafting third right now. No, oh, Philadelphia's drafting 12. San Francisco's drafting third. And a lot of, the, a lot of um, people out there saying that um, they might get Mac Jones or no. um, Tyler, Lan- um, Trey Lance. That's, I mean. that's what it is. That's the question I have for y'all. If San Francisco is going to spend all that capital, right? All, all the, all the players on the team and all the other draft picks, I think that they're trading to make sure that this happens. Why would you even talk about drafting Mac Jones? Well, over, over Trey Lance, over well, Justin Fields, or whoever is available in that spot. Well, Mac, Mac Jones, how is he better than Zach Wilson and all those other people? But it is well, he's not better than Wilson. I mean, the, you know, the, the consensus is that Wilson is the number two pick, but the, the conversation around Mac Jones is that he's – one, he's he's obviously more NFL ready, battle tested, playing in the, you know coming coming from an SEC school, playing playing in the number of games that he's played. Even though surprisingly, he's played in the exact number of games as Trey Lance you know over the course of played? his entire college career. It's just that Trey Lance yeah. played 16 games in 2020, and I mean you know 16 yeah. games what two years ago, and then played one game this year. Mac Jones played like two games two previous year and then played the majority of the season this year with Alabama. So they have the same actual um, you know body of work or, mm-hmm. or, you know, their, their, you know, the length of their, their games is just, um, but the other thing is also that the, you know, the conversation is that Mac Jones is more of the type of quarterback that Kyle Shanahan uh, would work with. Um, and Trey Lance, although Trey Lance has all the skill sets, Trey Lance, you know, obviously needs more, more development. Mac Jones could, could <clears throat> the, but the idea is that Mac Jones could come in right away and start for, the San Francisco 49ers and they would be able to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. If they drafted Trey Lance, the thought is that they would keep Garoppolo to be a, you know, a bridge to him. Um, which, you know, take it take it one way or the other. I think that's a lot of money to it to to invest in your quarterback position with, you know, the amount of money that you're paying Garoppolo plus the number three pick in the draft. I hear you. But I will say this. The number three pick in the draft, you see, the whole reason why people, teams keep going back in now in the NFL is because even if he's a first round pick, if as long as he's a starter, it's cheaper to pay him that money than it would be a free agent. That's as good. That's true. That's true. the same situation so that the Jets are having right now. So the NFL now is kind of the reverse of the NBA. The picks matter more there than they do in the NBA because you can have a bunch of number one picks and still be Minnesota. Right? Like you could be the worst team in the league and yet you've picked number one, number two, number one, two, three, four. They had number one pick now. They have two number one picks starting on their team, right? No, mm-hmm. they would have three if D'Angelo Russell hadn't gotten hurt. But how good are the Minnesota Timberwolves? You need like a superstar to be your number one pick. Exactly. So if you build in the draft with the NFL and you're actually able to hit on each pick, the problem is you have then the team has to fall apart because how you can't pay everybody right so this whole idea so this whole idea of trading up because you think the san francisco 49ers window is like right now because you missed you were in the super bowl two seasons ago this past season you had a terrible you had a down year wasn't awful garoppolo got hurt and kyle shanahan managed to win games with some people i've never heard ever ever heard of as opposed to dallas who, if you go back and listen to what show number six or seven i think no six or seven that we did that one dude who was starting we had no idea what his name was keep looking him up when we were recording and they were like you know he's pretty good and andy dalton was on the team who's now the Bears starting quarterback well, andy dalton was hurt Andy was Dalton hurt. Got hurt. Yeah. okay that's fair yeah then we had like, this no name guy that might they be got to like the third or fourth string 
They were literally picking guys up off the street. Some dude who played like Sam Houston State or something. He's like, well, he's close, so I think he'll do it. <laughs> so he can throw a ball, get him in there, put a helmet on. I mean, on. good for him, man. He got to start an NFL game, and you did yeah, something he could tell his kids. You didn't severely hurt yourself, and at a certain point in my life, I would have, I would have done a lot just for that. That would have been a huge deal. Yeah. But you know what? This, yeah, that seventeenth game. But back to this draft. These quarterbacks. No one's talking about Kellen Mond. No one's talking about Jamie Newman. No oh, it's actually Chris, Chris Simmons. Um, or Kyle Trask. Trask is not projected to go ahead of Trey Lance. Yeah, nobody's talking about Trask, really. And what's funny is Trask beat out another quarterback. Um, he beat out Felipe Franks after he got hurt and then came back, which is why Franks had to transfer over to Arkansas. So they're talking about all these guys in the SEC who all had to go to different schools because of each other. And including Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, the the, the NFL draft, <clears throat> the NFL draft mock the mock drafts and and all of the conversations tends to uh, float around the you know the first round primarily. And these five quarterbacks, talking mm-hmm. about you know Lawrence Wilson, Lance Fields, and Jones, are the top five quarterbacks that all get, are expected to to get selected in the first round. Anything beyond that, you know, is really from from their shocker. perspective. No, I mean anything from that. Anything beyond that would. Sean Watson and. Uh... Yeah, I think anything anything beyond those five would be a bit of a shocker. Um, even though you expect those five to go in the top, you know, twelve to fifteen selections, um, and so you know they don't really talk about the rest of them. I think the other reason why a lot of conversation hasn't floated around the rest of those quarterbacks is because of the lack of the lack of the, the, the scouting combine. You know, we didn't get an opportunity to see these guys do anything in their combines and these pro days, although the pro days have been, you know, have been going, have been taking place and people have been attending pro you know days, the pro days right. You know, the pro days are just the, the best possible display of what, a, what this, what these guys can do because the situation is completely set up in their best in, in, in their favor. And so not a lot of people are taking stock in the, in the, the results of these pro days with the exception of that one pass that Zach Wilson threw, um, <laughs> which, you know, everybody just lost their mind over. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, pro days just don't really tell the story. And so I just think a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys who aren't, top end selections uh, at their respective positions are missing out on the opportunity to get that buzz because they didn't run that, that great 40 at the, at the combine. They didn't lift, you know, 32 reps on, you know, or, or have a great cone drill or shuttle drill that you could talk about for, you know, for, for a week and a half to two weeks and remember and, and discuss when they get drafted later on. Like it's just, you know, they missed out on that opportunity to be, uh, to be evaluated, you know, with, along with their peers, you know, picking off of that. I was just thinking if that was like, say your kid or whatever like that, or if that was just you in that situation, would you just say postpone your NFL career for another year just so you can um, maybe pick it up a little bit more? Never give up the money if you're going to go high. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you know, NFL careers are so, they're, they're so short in general. Like, you know, if you, if you have the opportunity to be selected, you know, anywhere in the first two to three rounds of the NFL draft. I mean, if you're going to be, if, if you were going to likely be a six round selection and you have another year of eligibility, I think going back for a year makes sense. But if you're going to be a second round pick. No, that's what I mostly you, you was know, talking about though. Yeah, I was talking you, about like the six or seven, four or five, six or seven, that you could have been up there if you, there was a combine or something like that to move you up. 
Well, not just if there's a combine, if there's a regular college football season, like a right. regular, you know, standard exactly. college football season where you get all of the reps, you get all the practices, you get all the do the spring practices that these guys didn't get to do. You get to have, you know, all of your opportunities to really grow and, and become the type of player that you need to be. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I don't remember the last player that was projected to be like a fifth round pick and played themselves into a first rounder. If you want to say Joe Burrow, you can, because I don't think that Joe Burrow was really on anybody's radar. Well, Johnny, but Johnny was actually a hot, a hot topic in college, you know, not really because Texas A&M wasn't that good back then. No, but he, he was a, he was a celebrity. Like he was an actual celebrity. He was actually a college football celebrity that, People had, you know, like kind of like Tebow in the sense where he was, where the name was, was, was big. Was bigger than the game. Was bigger than the game, clearly. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, may, maybe Burrow, you know, maybe a guy like Burrow, you know, um, going from Ohio State to LSU and then, you know, having the type of season he had, he, he really vaulted himself. But that's just so rare that but it's probably not about, happen. Um, I don't know if y'all guys might know this more than me. But the court who the, the, um, the Jets had picked, um, projected to go right now, Zach Wilson, from what I'm hearing, that last year he would have been like a fifth-round pick or something like that. That's a, very he's moved up. That's a very good point. You know what I can tell you about that? Because he went to BYU. So BYU back in the day when McMahon, Ty Detmer, Coy Detmer, these other guys that went there who, got, who ended up being high draft picks, I think Jeff – no, Jeff George, I don't know if he went there or not, but I can't remember. He was that golden arm dude. Everybody kept getting chance after chance after chance because he was a white dude with a strong arm, and they're they're, they're so rare. But back to <laughs> seriously, back to Zach Wilson. BYU's schedule was so easy that because they lost an opponent, college football was crazy last year because you were able to drop an opponent and add an opponent. Just so you know, we got to get these games in. We trying to make this ESPN, FS1 money. We got to make this TV money. You know, Big Ten's yeah. got to put a game out. We got to play. And people were tight about the eight games. They, they thought that that was ridiculous, that a team could play it so few and get there. But Zach Wilson played a bunch of bums because BYU's independent. So every big tie-in conference didn't play him. They didn't play any Power 5 schools. They had to wait till Coastal Carolina ran the table, then scheduled them again just so they could get a high, high enough. And then if Coastal Carolina didn't beat them, if they had actually beaten Coastal Carolina, they might have had an argument to get into a New Year's Six Bowl which, you know, BYU loves to try to act like they're big time because they got a former national title. But Zach Wilson might be one of the most overrated prospects going in right now. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel bad for um, Justin Fields right now because he should be the number two listed right now, in my opinion. Size and speed has to matter. Like, somehow these guys who are better athletes don't end up at, at the quarterback position. Like, you think about it because whenever there's a reason to, like, take away from what a – especially black QBs coming out, because of what Jamarcus Russell did and because of how some of these other guys have like had so much talent, like even um, my man from Texas, Vince Young, who I thought was going to ball out. He ends up just as the same as Matt Leonard, if not, you know, like it's kind of crazy how these guys get projected and they go up and then they kind of always find a way to tear them down. So because of those two, whenever there's a black dude who's a little bit too big and too strong, they're like, well, maybe he can switch positions Mm -hmm. or they're like, no, I don't know if he's as high as this other guy. Well, this year they told him off for Justin Fields that he can't read defenses for some strange reason. You know who also couldn't read defenses and who was in the playoffs last year? 
Jared Goff. <laughs> you know who's good in the playoffs? And Jared Goff won a playoff game. You know who's good in the playoffs and couldn't read defenses in college and played at a small conference? Josh Allen. I mean, even even Patrick Mahomes admitted uh, earlier in the season that he's just now at this point where he can read defenses effectively. I mean, if you have the talent, and you have the skill set, you can do you can do amazing things throwing the football. There's an opportunity for you, and that's what that's what the NFL shown you know multiple times over and over. Jo- uh, Justin Fields, you know, it may, maybe this might be a a, a gift um, a gift in disguise for him just because. He doesn't have to go play for a bad team. You know, he maybe he gets selected by a team like Atlanta where he can sit behind um, Matt Ryan for a year, learn, learn how to read defenses. Was Matt Ryan is one of the smarter quarterbacks in the NFL, learn how to read defenses, learn how to play in that system, and then take advantage of his opportunity when it does come. So, but Julio you know, Jones will have retired by then. Yeah, yeah but, but Calvin, Calvin Ridley will still be there. Right. And you know they'll have they'll have okay. talent, you know. So you know, I, I'm just my I, my hope my hope is that you know this this opportunity that even though he's being uh, he's not being respected at the same level as you know probably should given what he was able to do in 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 you know in big time games. Uh, and and if you you can't really knock him for how he played in the championship game just because he was legitimately injured in that game. Um, and he got completely beaten up by by Alabama, um, but it may wind up being a gift in disguise just because he's going to get an opportunity. He may get an opportunity where he can do some learning and he can really pick up and and get to a team where you know his skills can be you know best used. So, hey, maybe he doesn't become a Jet, and that's fine. But if he becomes a Falcon, and you know, three years from now they're in the playoffs again, and um, you know, finding 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 their way to uh, to contention, you know, everything's uh, everything will be coming up roses for him. So we'll see. I can wow. definitely see that. He's already like that in my mock already going to the Falcons. I actually yeah. have four quarterbacks going straight straight through. And what's crazy to me is Justin Fields was the I think the number one quarterback the year when he came out, number one recruit in high school, number one quarterback recruit. And this is a guy who they said is going to get drafted, you know, first, second round for a couple of years now. And now all of a sudden he gets close and it's like, let's lift this other guy up who had a much easier schedule. Like I get how everybody can overrate the SEC this year because they all just played each other. And Alabama still looks super dominant. So any quarterback coming out of that conference, I get it. It kind of hurts the smaller conference guys, I think, because every time somebody gets drafted, I remember this with Cleo Mack. His best highlight game that they always showed in college over and over and over again was the one against Ohio State where he intercepted a pass and ran it into the end zone for a touchdown. They show that clip constantly. So it's hard to get seen unless you meet the measurables and somehow fell through the cracks unless you have big games against big schools. Hey, as soon as he said that, I started thinking about the Giovanni Clowney sack that he had in college. And everybody, exactly. that's the thing that everybody kept on talking about. But um, uh, it was really messed up that for one week, Justin Fields was basically neck and neck with Trevor Lawrence. And then the following week when he was actually hurt, all of a sudden, oh, no, you're a bad. You're, you're the sixth quarterback that should be taking, whatever, sixth best. But it is what it is, but he's going to prove himself, down, prove himself down the road. I already know that. It's the NFL evaluation process. You know, it, it lasts just long enough for people to have second, third, fourth, fifth thoughts about you. And uh, the reality is, you know, sure they got all the time in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and the reality is you know, he didn't have a great season. He had an up and he had a season that was that had some really, really high highs and some low lows. And if you want to look at it from that perspective, you can absolutely see what's uh, and it's also it's one of the 
it's one of the benefits and it's one of the gifts and the curse about the curses about playing for a top, you know, a power conference school. Every single thing you do is under a microscope. You're on big, big television every yeah. single week. So every, every, you know, every interception you throw is magnified and every touchdown you throw is, is magnified as well. So, you know, over-evaluation, I think, over-hype uh, and, and over-skepticism, um, over um, if, it, if that's even a word, it's, it's, what's, it's what's happening to him. Um, but, you know, again, it'll, it'll all work itself out. He's going to get drafted, so it's not like, it's not like the guy's going fall to fall to be a fifth-round pick. That's not oh, happening. No. So. No, yeah. He's not happening with that, and he's not going to be pass, pass. Lamar Jackson. He's not going to be Lamar Jackson, let's just say. Right, right. He's not going to be sitting there that long. He's not going to be sitting there like Lamar Jackson was sitting there, 30, you know, pick, pick 32 overall. That's that would not be happening. crazy. You know who I think is going to ball out this year? And I'm not even joking about him being the Bears quarterback if they draft him. Kellen Mond. That was a crazy throw I dropped in a group chat because I needed y'all to see that. I was like, yo, this dude. But then I, I remember the Jamarcus Russell pro day throw, and it was insane too. So it's like you can have the strongest arm in the world, but hopefully Mond realizes like they don't believe in me right now, so I got to go out and get this. Money. You got to go out and ball. Yeah, exactly. All I know is there's only two people talking about Kellen Mond, you and Chris Sims, and that's it. Nobody else. <laughs> hey, that's a good point, but I think he must know something that we don't know. I don't know. All right, we're going to move on to the NCAA tournaments and how last week Michigan covering in the Sweet 16 against um, – Florida State really messed up my six game parlay there. I was on my way to winning about five, six hundred bucks until that happened. Off of like a thirty dollar bet on a six game parlay. It was wild. Oh man. But so anyway, went up like my, my whole um, men's bracket, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here I go picking the wrong two Texas schools to make it to the um final four. I'm not shocked that Houston did. I'm more shocked that um who was it? Baylor was able to stay up the whole way. Yeah. I was kind of shocked by that one. Um, and the Malik, weren't you? No. You were telling me about the uh, UC, was it the Mich- not the Michigan game, the UCLA-Michigan game in the Elite Eight. What were you saying about that earlier? Yes. So, um, well, actually, the, the UCLA-Michigan game um, was, was a good game. Um, UCLA has shocked me. I mean, I think we talked about this um, early on. The UCLA game when when UCLA beat Michigan State and I was pulling for Michigan State, and then um, UCLA has just continued to win, you know, good against good solid teams. I mean, with the exception of you know the the, the game against Abilene Christian Christian, which was the 14 seed. I mean, they 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 beat you know a, a higher ranked BYU BYU team. Um, they had a you know pretty much of a a nice cakewalk against Abilene Christian, but then to, to then go ahead and, and beat and beat Alabama pretty soundly in that, in that overtime game. And then, and then go in and then play against, play against a Michigan team that despite missing their, their number one scorer, um, despite missing one of their high scores had played pretty good and was starting to show like that they was, was starting to show like they, they were actually, you know, possibly could, could go into the final four and UCLA took them out. So, I mean, I'm just gotta, I just gotta say, I just gotta give them some credit and, um, you know, it's going to be tough to, to go up against Gonzaga and, and, you know, and to win that game. But um, they're showing some promise. They're, they're making this – they're not – I mean, it's UCLA. They're not a Cinderella team. Seeing UCLA at this position, you know, uh, this, late in the, this late in the tournament is not a shock. Um, 
and it would not be a shock in most most seasons. So it's not like you know I'm not rooting for them as like the underdog of underdogs, mm-hmm. but um, I'm 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 interested to see what what they're gonna what they're gonna come up with. They've obviously been very resourceful getting through this run. So uh, that's uh, it was it, and it's it's been nice to see them. I haven't I haven't been excited for anything anything UCLA basketball related since not even not even with Lonzo Ball since probably like the the O'Bannon brothers. No, what about before ball with uh, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love? Yeah, but I mean, I I didn't. Those are I liked Westbrook. Final four teams. You know, I liked Westbrook. Okay. But I wasn't like excited for, you know, watching watching them play. I I liked Westbrook. I wasn't wasn't crazy about the team. Okay. Um, but yeah, this this UCLA team is they're giving us something to root for, and if they can beat if they can beat the mighty the mighty Zags, uh, that'll be a, that'll be absolutely ruin the undefeated season. That'd be wild. Yeah. That team seems so much better than everybody else. They have all these like senior junior guys and then Jalen Suggs just fits right in. And I see why top picks would keep going there because you know, you could go there and win now because you need a combination of young talent and old talent. And it feels weird saying that about a college team, but like it actually works with Suggs and Gonzaga. They run in the table, man. Come on. They're now. overwhelming <laughs> favorites on like yeah. every board. They, they, they really are. Since the beginning. It's, it's wild, but I don't know. And what, did you want to talk any more about this or because we're, we were going to move on? No, no, no. We can move on because I already just said my little piece. They're going to run the table. Well, <laughs> Houston was the only team that I had in the final four in my initial bracket. Houston's the only team left, so I'm pulling for Houston. Let's go. Look, at least you remember your bracket. I, I just got, you know, I had to wipe my, my brain out of it, did the men in black thing because my bracket went up in smokes before you even get to the second, past the first round. So, you know, done. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shred, men in black it, done, moved on. <laughs> that flashy thing. Flashy yes, that flashy thing. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay. So yeah, the NCAA tournament, man. What was I gonna say? It's you know what it is? It's not that I don't want to see a Cinderella, but it, it's weird that a Cinderella is UCLA. After they lose Shaq's son, who's like a top top five, top thirty. Yeah. You know, recruit coming in and then they play this super slow down, super boring basketball. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't want to see y'all beat Michigan because I do not want to watch a final four that is 58 to 56. And I'm over here trying to, you know, take over under on this game. Like I, w- I would just but also I don't see a way that they can keep up with Gonzaga, not with Suggs and the pace that he can play at. And just, the, you know, you can't be all defense in college. You got to gotta score a little like if you can't stop a team who can score like 70 80 90 points get to 70 first like you're probably gonna lose but it is what it is all right and now we're gonna finish up with the nba oh and before i move on from college what do y'all think about mike woodson leaving the knicks to go take that indiana head coach job congratulations to mike woodson man um happy for him Happy that the Knicks, uh, James Dolan in particular, gave him the out to get out of his contract so that he could sign this. Obviously, he really, really wanted this opportunity, and you know, hopefully, it brings back Indiana basketball to its to its glory, um, to its you know previous glory of when they when he was on that team and you know and they were a, a great basketball powerhouse. Obviously, you know, Indiana basketball has taken some knocks over the last few years. 
And that's one, that is one school to your point, talking about UCLA, that's one school that you almost always expected, you know, to be, oh, yeah. you know, in the, in, in the conversation at the very least, um, you know, both for their conference, conference championships and then, you know, in the actual tournament. And so did, them not being there. Is, did Old Depot go there? Old Depot went to another Old Depot went to Indiana. Yeah. Old did. Depot went okay. To Indiana. That's the yeah. last, yeah, that was like the last big player I could remember. Yeah. So do you think this will affect the Knicks offense losing Mike Woodson? I know. I mean, Mike Woodson was obviously there for his defensive prowess at on the really? Knicks. He was, yeah, he was there. He was, he was, yeah, he's a oh. defensive guy. He was brought there for, you know, for that purpose and to work with, you know, and to work with the things. I just, I just think the Knicks have had problems scoring the ball offensively whenever, whenever Julius Randle can't, you know, he doesn't have it going um, and he has not had it going the last few games. Um, the Knicks have trouble generating offense outside of that. So I don't think it has anything to do with Woodson. I think Woodson's going to do a good job in Indiana, and I, and I, I wish him the best. And uh, I wish that uh, – I wish he would have been able to stay through uh, through the remainder of the season, but I uh, yeah. completely understand why, you know, he's got to get got to get started with his job, you know. The only thing, only thing I worry about with Woodson is just, you know, he's – obviously he's in, he's in his, in his mid-60s now. Early. early and uh, Yeah, early 60s. I think he's 63. And uh, so he's just a little bit up there to be taking on his, you know, taking on this opportunity. But, uh, you know, hopefully he's got a good, good talent, a good, good staff, you know, around him. He'll put together a good staff and he'll, uh, and he'll develop some, some young kids that can come in and, you know, help Indiana thrive again. So, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with it. Well, well I'm cheering for a, them because they got him now. So, yeah, if that yeah I'm definitely cheering for him. He's a young 60. I, I think he could, especially when you have passion, <laughs> this is a, quite busy. This is on um, culture. A young 60? Yeah, he's a young 60. If he was if he was doing like a regular nine to five job, that'd be a little bit different. But this is, he's, he's doing the coaching job, something that he loves. So that's a young 60 right there. So, you know, I'm definitely going to be rooting for him. I'm glad he got this job. You know, definitely can't wait to see him down the road, in my opinion. All right. I think at the very least, the over-under on um, Indiana winning like 20 or more games just got um, a little bit lower because they got they think they have a better coach than Archie Miller. I think the hardest thing for him is going to be recruiting because yeah. every class changes year to year. Like Memphis right. is now a serious team who just won the NIT, who probably should have been in the NCAA tournament. But That's the thing I wonder about just because, you know, obviously he's a player from Indiana's, you know, glory days – and, you know, just the, the athletes from that, you know, from that state, you know, do they know who Mike Woodson is? Do they have that, you know, that sink, you know, and, and are there other the head coach of the next? Right. I mean, so like I said, they, they, they don't have that link back to Indiana and, and you, you're going to try to try to use that in order to attract, you know, kids from that area to come to the school. Yeah. You know, I'm just curious as to, as to how successful he's going to be with that. And has he, he's never coached in college before, right? Uh, or, I, I don't think so. He's not been a. I don't think he's been a head coach in college. Do you before. think it's harder to move down a level? Than I, to move I, up? I just think recruiting is. I just think recruiting is a, is a separate piece altogether. You know, yeah. I just think that recruiting oh, is just so. You know, there's just so much that goes into that. That, in all honesty, if you can't recruit a great class, like it doesn't really matter how amazing of a coach you are. Um, that's just going to be something that. Is a, is a skill that is a skill in and of itself that I don't think gotcha. a lot of play a lot of coaches have. What are you gonna say? Yeah? No, I, I was about to just I was just gonna say that the league is really definitely about the recruiting part. He's gonna have to go around the country, quite actually go to these players' homes, meet these meet these parents, and everything like that. He's gonna have to actually sell them on coming to Indiana. And, you know, it's gonna be kind of hard, but see what he got. So maybe he actually is really good at it. 
for what we know. But we, from what we see, we just saw them, you know, on the sidelines of the NBA. Well, the best year the Knicks had in the past 10 or 15 even probably was under Mike Woodson's Knicks. So. Exactly. I think he and, knows how to coach and he'll know how to develop talent and get guys to play above their level. So I we'll and I kind of hope that, that that's what kids see. They remember that Mike Woodson, that they actually was the head coach of yeah. the Knicks, actually pushed them. And so, you know what? This guy knows the NBA. He knows basketball. I hope they defense. do because I, I barely remember those Knicks. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the Knicks, they lost tonight. And the Mavericks and the Knicks are both playing back-to-backs, which is kind of crazy because the Mavericks played in New York tonight, right? Or were uh, they yes, wrong? yes. They, no, no, the Mavericks were in New York. Okay, the Mavericks in New York. The Mavericks are going back to Dallas, and the Wizards are going to them. Is that correct? The Wizards are the oh, away wow. team. I, I thought they would be. I thought they would be going to Washington. That would be. A um, I thought so too. That would make more sense. But maybe I'm wrong about that. But either way, that's the that's the first game we're picking, and that's the Mavericks. So either the Mavericks are at home or they're visiting the Wizards. Either I think way, they're visiting. I think the Mavs are on the road. Mavs are on the road, and yeah. they're still and they're still favored by six and a half. And they beat the Knicks tonight by a little bit more, but that. But I was kind of surprised in that game because they were just cold, like you were talking about earlier, Malik. They don't they don't have a point guard to push the ball, so maybe I'm getting a little aggressive on these picks because they're my home team. But they pulled through a few times. But on this Mavs Wiz one, I think the Wizards are going to bounce back after they won a game. They got crushed the other night. I think the Mavs want to roll through because they've already beaten Boston. They beat New York. And now they're going for D.C. I'm going to have to take the Wiz getting six and a half. Um, go ahead, Ant. Well, um, I hate to go against my, my boy, you know, Christoph, Christy, Christoph, or whatever. You know, you were supposed to be on the show a couple of weeks ago, but, you know, you know, he has his problems, but, you know, I'm going to have to go with Ace on this one. I'm sorry, Chris. Man. We will make it up, you know, when we play some basketball on the weekend or whatever like that. But I'm definitely going to go with the Wizards on this one. Definitely going to take the – definitely going to get that spread to six and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take that as well. Ah, Chris Stapps. <laughs> it's Christy. Christy to his friends, man. It's Christy to his friends. <laughs> oh, it's Christy, it's Christy to, to, to the people that know him well. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, um, I I'm gonna take the Mavs. Um, it seems like they're rolling a little bit. I don't, uh, you know, the one thing the one thing that happened in the game against the Knicks, uh, just watching the replay back, um, you know, the Knicks are a very good defensive team, and Dallas, you know, is is a good defensive team as well, um, and they they. Play played to a standstill for much of the game until it required the, you know, the, the, the best talents on the court to actually come out and, and play and perform. And when that was necessary, Luka Doncic did exactly what, you know, a star is supposed to do. You know, he stepped up, he made the shots that needed to be made and he, you know, uh, ascended his team over and Washington's not, not that level of defense. They're not going to provide that level of defense that the Knicks that the Knicks are able to provide uh, on a nightly basis and that level of energy. And so it's really going to come down to, to in my opinion, it's going to come down to the, the two stars in in, in Washington and w- what they're able to do against uh, against Luca and KP and the Mavs um, uh, in, late late in the game. The one thing that I will say that does favor the Wizards is. Uh, it, it definitely seems like Rick Carlisle uh, will not be uh, on the bench for Dallas. He wasn't on the bench tonight against the Knicks. Uh, he tested positive for COVID. So, um, oh wow! 
yeah, hope you know mm-hmm. all well wishes to him uh, to him for a speedy recovery. Um, but I'll, I'll take the Mavs to just continue to continue rolling on and to beat the Wizards and to and to cover the six and a half. And uh, you know, again, uh, hope hope everything's well with uh, Carlisle and the coach. All right. Next up, we got our beloved hometown Knicks. Believe the Pistons are coming to town. Oh no, the Knicks are actually going no, to the Detroit. Knicks are, Knicks are going to Detroit. Yeah. Knicks are going to Detroit. They're on their way there now. And yeah, they're literally. How does that even work? That's that's wild. I didn't they even think about they that. leave the gym and they go straight to it. They go straight to a plane. They land in Detroit <laughs> Sunday. They usually land. I hope they shower. That's that's. that's <laughs> They should shower before, before they left the garden. Come on now. I don't know why yeah, that from, thought just popped in my head, but I'm like, Jesus, I just got to jump on a plane like I because they're in New York. Cause <laughs> the, only, the closest airport is what is, is Teterboro to in Jersey. To yeah, yeah, to Manhattan, right? Yeah, right, to right Manhattan, yeah. So they, mm-hmm. they'd have to get yeah, they'd have to have like the private plane gassed up, ready to go. Yeah. So, but maybe they do. It's the next. They got it like that. I'm gonna go quick. Um, I'm gonna take the Knicks getting the yeah, giving the two and a half to the Pistons, even though they're there. Detroit's won one game, and that's one game too many for them in the past six or seven. So they're gonna keep this one out of nine every ten game streak going. I'm going with the Knicks. I'm going with the Knicks too, because Detroit's like oh, called whack a mole. They're gonna get whacked tomorrow, so whatever. Going to go with the Knicks on this one. The only intriguing thing here is Detroit is bringing back their rookie point guard, Killian Hayes, uh, picked, so? I believe, seventh overall. Um, yes. No, yeah, they, the Knicks picked eighth, right? I can't remember what we were yeah. picked. Yeah. Um, yeah, selected right before the Knicks did. The Knicks picked um, in, in the draft last year. He's coming back. I think that's intriguing. That's all I'm saying. I think it's intriguing. I don't think it's going to mean anything from, to, the, for the, to the eventual output of the game. I don't think it's intriguing, though. Uh, look, the Knicks need this win. <laughs> you know, more than anything else, they need this win. Uh, they've lost three straight. They're now back under 500 after beating two games over. Um, and they need, to, they need this bounce back. You know, these are the types of games that even though Knicks are a young team, this is the type of game that you got to win um, because – you're better than this. You're better than this group. You're better than these Pistons, and there's no reason that Jerry and Grant should outplay your all-star uh, Zach, Ra- uh, Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph. Julius Randolph. Julius Randolph. Well, we're going back in time there. Julius. Randall. I was going to say Zach Randall. It was just <laughs> I was, I was putting them two together. That's just all the time. Exactly. Uh, Julius Randle. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take the Knicks as well and give the two and a half points. It's also a, a relatively low spread. So it means that you know, obviously Vegas is not respecting the Knicks much at all after seeing what they did against Dallas or were not able to do against Dallas. Facts. Um, next up, we got the Heat and the Cavs. The Heat are supposed to beat the Cavs by 11 and a half. Colin Sexton has been playing through injuries. Um Jared Allen has actually been kind of a disappointment for their new young team of the future. So maybe that wasn't the best solution to get rid of, uh, you know, your other center, Andre Drummond. And, you know, I mean, for nothing, though. And you know how much of a buyout he took? He took $700,000 less. he He took the minimum. He took the least amount of a buyout he could. And they were like, no problem. We'll, we'll hook that up for you. He knew, he knew he was getting like he knew he was getting that back and he knew he was getting that back from the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like he it's not more. even like he, he took made back. money. Yeah, he took he made back. money on the deal. <laughs> he gave back he gave back less than what he took when he got to the Lakers. But it's not about but yeah, but my point is it's not even that. It's that the fact that Cleveland was like, we could be a better team had we just let you keep playing, but we were like, nah, fuck that. We're gonna lose. <laughs> and then they just made that decision. So it's like, to what end? To what end? Did you really think he was going to trade him? 
you're going to stop playing this guy. You're going to stop playing him last year at the end of the season. And it's going to be like, I have an elite rebounder who's really only about six ten and a half, six maybe, you know, six nine and a half, but who's like 270 and he could just grab every board and muscle everybody out the way and still get like 17 to 17 a game. And you trade him for nothing. Oh, man. Anyways. And did you pick this game? Oh, what game is that? Heat Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> Miami, Miami, Miami at I'm home. Sorry, I'm talking way too long. No, 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 that's all right. Because I was just going to pick the Heat, but, you know, I'm not even going into all that extra extra um, backgrounds that you was doing. I'm going to just go with the Heat that's and call it a day. There. Yeah, a little, yeah, I'm not doing all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm vibing right now. All right. Yeah, you were using the zone, man. That's why I just left you alone. You know, check, you know, checking my messages. I got one from Christy, and you know, he was going to send a signed ball to the league. You know, WNBA ball because <laughs> he, he picked the Mavericks, so he's going to send him a signed WNBA balls. You know, he, he, did. Uh, he has to sign. He has to sign it. Kneecaps for Zingas. He has to yeah. sign it. Kneecaps for Zingas. love. Kneecaps for Zingas. He has to sign it exactly that. Kneecaps. I'll, be, I'll let him my know. Number, to my number one fan, love kneecaps for Zingas. <laughs> wow. Oh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to take the heat on this one. Speaking of the WNBA, I didn't know that they had a rule that you had to go to four years of college before you could enter the draft. What? Which is like wildly unfair because they're talking about some girl on UConn who's the player of the year and it's like why UConn's crushing? Who's this like mm-hmm. 5'10 and a half girl who's just like unguardable somehow. I can't remember her last name, but she's just been wrecking shop going through people and she has to play under current rules three more years. She has to play four years for college basketball before she's eligible to go to the WNBA draft. Look, isn't it already bad That's enough wild. that they, they isn't really bad enough that they get really extremely low salaries? Are you going to put that on them as well? Come on now. I know. No, I know. They, sh- they should remove that. If, if you can have NBA basketball players go from high school to straight to the NBA, should be do the same exact thing. At the same time, bump up they pay a little bit as well. Come on now. That might make the WNBA expand more because it would expand the talent pool and get more people in there quicker. But oh, definitely, especially if they they can start looking for them in Europe and all those other countries as well. That's a good point. All right. Sixers at T-Wolves. Sixers are favored by nine and a half. Carl Anthony Towns is pretty epically good against Joel Embiid historically. I would take the T-Wolves getting that nine and a half points and say they can keep it close enough. The T-Wolves are fighting and clawing just enough to always somehow lose every game by like five points, but then always be like 10 to more point underdogs. So they're the perfect team to always cover. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the T Wolves. Well, for me, um, I don't really like the 76ers. I would want to pick against them, but you know what? I'm just gonna do the logical thing, the smart thing, and actually quite pick the T Wolves as well. I just don't like the 76ers. So you know, as you can see, no matter what, it's I'm overriding myself. So <laughs> I'm just still gonna pick the T Wolves on this one, especially for the, for gambling purposes. And I'm actually gonna take the spread on this one. All right. Um, Joel Embiid is coming back. I'm taking the 76ers. Good night. No, I, like I just don't like the 76ers. That's all I need to hear. Good night. Good night. Tip your waiter. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> Joel Embiid is going to be back on the floor. It, that means he's healthy. It's going to be a little rust, though. It's going to be a little rust. You got yeah, you to fact that in there a little bit. I, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> Joel Embiid is going gonna, is gonna to cook the hell out of the Sixers, out of, out of the T-Wolves. We're, we're done. And they're at home. Right. So, then, so, so, so you going to change yours? Philadelphia no. doesn't lose at home. Philadelphia, Philadelphia typically does not lose at home. They're not going to lose this game. I, I, I just I know they're not going to lose the game. Um, the question is whether or not they'll cover. Philadelphia doesn't lose at home, 
and Joel Embiid is going to have fun against against the front line of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Carl Anthony Towns ain't going to hold him to nothing. He ain't He's not holding him. Carl Anthony Towns is not holding yeah. anybody. Um, he may he'll 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 score with him. I have no problem. I don't. I do think he'll score with him. But he ain't holding anybody. Uh, right. You know. And Anthony Edwards, we want you to shoot. You want R.J. Barrett to shoot? Well, we want you to shoot some more. So, uh, <laughs> so you know, go ahead, go ahead, keep shooting, keep shooting, kid. I'm still taking the T Wolves with the spread, even with that Fair news. Enough. And also, Anthony Edwards, I'm still mad at you for not entering the uh, slam dunk contest. Wow, you think you're LeBron, but you're not LeBron. Okay, <laughs> I was mad at LeBron for not doing it. I was like, my man, you're supposed to be the second coming. Enter the enter the you know the thing, and start dunking. Let's do it. Let's get get out here. Let's get it. Nah, he was trying to help nah. out, you know, the, the little guys, you know, yeah, else, okay. you know. <laughs> Anyways, Spurs, Pacers, I think the Spurs are going to be, I think it's maybe a pick game. And straight up, the Spurs have been losing a lot. They've been losing a lot close. The Pacers have been playing a little bit better, but Brogdon is their point guard has been dogging them on the pace. And DeJounte Murray is playing pretty good. And I see why they kept DeRozan and bought out LaMarcus Aldridge. LaMarcus Aldridge just can't give him what they need at center. The other guy is a little bit quicker and actually plays a little bit better on defense now. So I'm going with the Spurs to just outright win. Anthony. Oh, I'm not go- I usually go back and forth with this, but this week I'm definitely not going against my Spurs. Now they- this week they are my Spurs. So I'm picking my Spurs Spur. to win this. I didn't know you had another <laughs> team. You're cheating on the next. No, the Spurs are my second team. I have to have a second yeah. team since I'm in the city. If I was uh, living in any other city but Boston, it will be my second team. Well, Fair I will enough. soon. I will soon be living in in the great state of Georgia, and I will not be selecting Atlanta for anything. No, um, <laughs> no, I will not. I will Lions fan and go through will, that double pain. I will not be pulling for the Hawks, Lions, thra- whatever, whatever, uh, Braves, uh, whatever wait, their whatever their whatever their hockey team they don't is. Have a hockey team. Wait, wait. So I thought they about did. What no, about no. what about if the, the um, Falcons get Justin Fields? They went back to Canada. They like, root for him. Who? What about the Falcons get Justin Fields? You can root for him, and you know. You I, root, root, I, I can. I've I've always been able to. I mean, my fandom has always been able to uh, differentiate player from team. I can root for Justin Fields and still hate the Falcons. It's perfectly. Wow. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I like that. That's <laughs> oh, just like how you used to like man. the Heat, but you didn't really care about LeBron. Or? I like. I I'm a Tim Hardaway. I, I, Tim Hardaway Senior was my favorite basketball player to watch yeah. ever, and but I didn't like his team ever. He's my favorite player to watch. I did okay. like I did like the Golden State, the Golden State, uh, you know, run TMC, you know, squad that he was with with Spreewell and, and Mullen and well, well, with Weber, it was Weber, Mullen, and uh, and 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 Hardaway. Uh, well, TMC was Weber was was Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and uh, and Mullen. But um, oh yeah, that's right, yeah. That was a good squad. Yeah, so I, I did. I'm no. I'm huge fan of huge fan of the, those those Golden State teams. Um, you know, back then when Tim when Tim was on those squads. But, but yeah. So yeah, no. That's I have no problem not rooting for him. Um, but I say all that to say, uh, Spurs give me the Spurs. Give me the Spurs. Give me the Spurs. Spurs, Spurs, Spurs for all of us. Give me the Spurs straight up. I'm gonna make that my lock of the week. Yes. So oh, wait. Yeah. Anybody? Nobody's writing this down on the sheet. Shit. That's you your, it's your sheet. That's your, that's your I sheet. know. <laughs> I know. I'm a little out of it right now. But. Um, <laughs> Whatever it is, what it is. It's late. Ace has been drinking. I'm gonna get back. To it. <laughs> I have been for a while now. Ace has been drinking, so it's fine. I got a problem. <laughs> this will be my lock of the week as April, well. When it's like 40 degrees outside for no reason, it's messing up your Easter. Well, that's for you, man. It's like 80 degrees man. over here, so I'm good. Yeah. Well, shut up, San Antonio. 
<laughs> I'm glad y'all lasted, lost the last two games. How about that? Wow. Whole city. On my chest. Wow. It's 40 degrees outside today, April 2nd. It's yeah, it sucks to be you in New York, man. Nah, I mean, you're actually you're in Boston, my fault. I'm close, but not close. Not far enough or close enough for my face. Yeah, that Northeast weather. Whew. Next up, we got the Jazz at the Magic. Jazz are favored to beat them by like a million. No. It's uh, 16 <laughs> points. The only spread that may get Skip. bigger than this is Gonzaga playing against UCLA, as we broke <laughs> down a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, we should be gonna... better than who, who scored the most, the Jazz or the... <laughs> yeah, I think that'd, be a bit, that'd be a little bit better. Jazz are going to beat the brakes off the Magic. The only thing I could see is that if they decide to rest them, but like they, they do just want to get the win, but the Magic are so bad. That if the Jazz come out and are cooking them, they're just going to continue. The backups are going to come in and cook them. So I'm going to go with the Jazz to win this. 16 points is a lot, but I'm I'm, I'm going to lay the points. Okay, we could for my pick. I'm just going to say skip next game. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, but let's go back. I just put Jazz as the lock of the week again. So you know, call it a day in a blowout. Look, I think the Magic have more heart than this. Uh, I think they have some heart. I mean, I think they, they play with some heart. They want. They still play, make that spread even more. They'll play with some heart. They'll they'll do what they got to do, and I think they'll cover. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Magic here because I think they'll cover. Give them uh, right. this this uh, give them, I got I got to give the the scrappy spunky team an opportunity to cover a 16 point spread. Don't get beat by 16 by the Jazz. I mean, you're, you're not you're not as good by as 17. Don't so tell right. Magic was good lose, as when they had lose by 13. Lose Don't my time. Don't tell them that the magic actually matters when they actually had a superstar in claymation on uh, uh, Sprite commercials. Come on now. Clayma- oh, and for, you're talking about Little Penny? Yeah, Little Penny and stuff. That's what I'm Anybody cares. I wish I had a Little Penny jersey right now. They were selling them drinks with a pair of sneakers, and I just couldn't afford the sneakers. Oh, um, man, I'd love to have that. All right. Next game, we got the Blazers and the Thunder. The Thunder are pretty trash. They actually traded away Amadou, Amadou Diallo. Shout out to Queens. And. He was he was actually playing really well for them at two guard, and then they let him go or traded him, and then somehow made the team a little bit worse. I don't even know if that was possible, but the Blazers are favored by twelve. I don't know if they're gonna crush him by that much. Like this could be a ten point win, which would really bother me. But Yusuf Nurkic is working his way back, and the Thunder have shut down Al Horford, so they basically have no center. I'm gonna take the Blazers minus the twelve. Malik. Yeah. I- the Thunder, are, I think the Thunder are trying to lose, and they're trying to be really, really bad. <laughs> and they're finding, they're, fi- I mean, they they have found ways to win games, and, and they're not trying to. Hurt too. SG. Yeah, need, like you know, he needs they're a not, nickname. SG. They're not even, they're not even playing the kid. I mean, I think he's healthy, yeah. and they're not playing him because they want to lose, and they keep, they keep not. Um, they will lose tonight. They will lose. You know, Dave is gonna. It's Dame time again. Yeah. Dave is gonna take but them out. Dave, there's the no way Dave back to back. There's no way Dame is going to allow the Thunder to beat them. You know, he's he, again, he's got his eyes set on, on on bigger and better things. And so you, when you do that, when you're in, when you're looking looking that far ahead, you smoke you smoke a team like the Thunder, especially when you're at home. So, give me the Blazers, and I'll give the twelve. You know, what? I'm going to make this my lock of the week, my last one. T Wolves, Jazz, Blazers, your tree game parlay. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I think I did all my locks, right? No. You did did you pick this Spurs, game? Spurs, Jazz. Spurs, uh, uh, Blazers, Thunder. No, no, no. I thought I, I picked all my locks already. No, I didn't. Yes, right? yes. Uh, I no, wait. Locks. No, you didn't. You got one more. Okay, this would be my my lock of the week as well. Word? Because. Why are you, why, why you riding me? 
No, the Are reason right? why I'm the reason I say this is because the Blazers are going to beat the Thunder so badly they're going to change their name back to the Sonics. So they're you know, <laughs> going to go with this one and make this my locker week. Come on now. All right, the Sonics. They need. Yeah, they're going to be back. Super Sonics again. Yeah, Bron- LeBron's probably going to own the team in Seattle somehow, and not Bill Gates, which is crazy to me. Um, <laughs> the Bucks, Kings. Bucks got to beat the Kings by seven. Bucks beat the Lakers. Bucks beat the Clippers. They're going to do the California win, and they're going to beat the Kings. Bucks by a million. Bet all the favorites in the last in the late games. Tomorrow, that's your win as well. There you go. Another gift. Malik, who you got? Bucks, my lock. All right, and If I had another lock, I'll be putting this thing with the Bucks. But, you word. Know, this... <laughs> I find it so suspicious that you're agreeing with me now because every other, every other time we got on here, we're doing basketball. You're like, you know what? I'm going the other way. And last Wait, week, that strategy, actually, that, that strategy actually won for you, which is crazy. Well, I actually agreed with you in every single game. This is scary. I don't know. Yeah, I Cats know. and dogs are singing and everything. Something's wrong here. You know. Either we have a we have an eight game parlay we got to go lay down so we can make a thousand to one, or uh, yeah, we 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 don't know what we're talking about, but it is what it is. Wow, this is scary. Only believe is the only one that disagreed with this this whole thing here. I don't know. Man. Yeah, Some strange here. Shout outs. What y'all got? And uh, first. Okay, shoot. I, I got I got a shout out. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. I heard he's gonna come out of retirement. Hulk Hogan's coming out of retirement so he, so he can play for the Brooklyn Nets. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. He's gonna he's gonna get that ring to go with his championship belt. Shout out to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, okay. That was good. That was a good one. Oh man. Either I'm way too drunk or that was not. <laughs> I, that, I really enjoyed that. I really did. Really. Um, yo, shout out to the NFL for squeezing out another game, for showing how greedy y'all are, for getting this money for these players who probably won't even make it to the end of their contracts like I was talking about last week during NFL free agency. These dudes get these big money deals. Get your money front-loaded, my man, if you can. Take it quick. Get out. Get in. Next thing you know, we're going to have, like, 18-game season with two preseason games. Like, that matters. Like, the whole total of the 20 games matters. But anyways, and I'm still going to pick that game when I bet on it. But shout-outs to you, NFL, for showing that it's all about the cash. Malik. Exactly. If, I mean, if you, if, you, if, you, any, if you believed that it wasn't, if at any point you believed that it wasn't. True. It's, it's now. Yeah, it's now you know what? You. Maybe, I'm, maybe, maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm naive. <laughs> <laughs> and talked about the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve my shout out for them too. Shout out to Kevin Durant. You're not even playing. You're not even on the court, and you're still managing to entertain the hell out of me over the course of over the course of weeks that you're not this even is not out a there. Compliment, sir. This is this is this is just a shout shout out to you for being the biggest ass hat on the planet, showing it. You know, threatening threatening the threatening the lowly Michael Rappaport who. Look, I, I, I'm not a fighter, but I think I, I think I could take rap out, you know. But I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Rappaport don't want to fight me. He definitely doesn't want to fight KD. Um, but shout out to that man, like like like. Just see, on see, reach alone, that's a problem. Exactly, exactly. Um, I have never. What I will say is, I have never wanted to see MTV bring back Celebrity Deathmatch more oh, than I want awesome. to right now. <laughs> so awesome. for that for that match for that, that would really <laughs> work. For that wow, match, that so Paramount, so... Paramount Plus get to work. It was so, it was so work. Um, yeah, man, it, it, it was an interesting week to have that happen. Um, 
Shout out to the San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, and Miami Dolphins for making a trade. Uh, for making a trade after all of this talk about what was going to happen and uh, and and just all of this stagnation around the NFL draft, you guys finally made a trade and made something interesting to talk about, so that you know uh, we didn't have to hear about the, the Dallas Cowboys again, or we didn't have to hear about you know a bunch of team, a bunch of teams that the ESPN just loves to continue to talk about when even mm-hmm. the, even though they're doing absolutely nothing. Um, so yeah, shout out to them because. I no longer had to hear. I didn't have to hear about the Patriots or the Cowboys for, God. you know. What did they talk days. about? What did they talk about instead? That's all that they talked about the trade. They talked about the mm-hmm. trade and they talked about, I mean, they talked about the draft. They talked about the trade and they didn't talk about, they didn't talk about Tom Brady. They didn't talk about Bill Belichick and they didn't talk about Dallas Cowboys, which is what they, they tend to do. Who do you think ESPN has more of? Retired NBA players talking for them or retired NFL players talking for them? Retired Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, pretty sure man. they have retired. I can tell I, you a Jets fan because every chance you get, you take to bash them. You sound I'm like, a, sure they you have sound like a Red Sox fans from the '90s talking about Yankees suck. <laughs> they won in a million years. You know how that went away as soon as they won a few. Go ahead, Malik. Yeah. No, I say I'm pretty sure they have more retired football players. Yeah. So, so they have to like, why are we cutting this man a check? Oh, they made a trade. Let's get this on the air. Yeah. NFL prime time. NFL, you know, whatever. Boomer even, like, uh, the fact that he's coming back to do games, it's like, man, everybody just wants this check. They're like, we don't know what's going to work. We're just going to throw whatever out there. It's wild. <laughs> so they got to make a meal out of every single thing. They're talking about who the Bears are going to draft. The Bears? We made the playoffs. The Bears are going to draft? You're talking about the 16th pick of the first round? You got to think about this. If, you, if you're really, if you really are a good person, if you have a real good personality, yeah. you make, you'll make it as an NFL announcer after you retire. If you're an yeah, NFL that's player a game and you life. can express yourself like, um, you know who's really good and I like him? The big dude that used to play for the Cowboys. I can't remember his name right now. He's an LSU guy. Um, He he talks about everything football and I love him on Get Up. Swag. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know the player's name. I'm just going to call him Swag. He knows. He, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, yo, he could talk about all of it, but I, I love him on Get Up in his takes. But they got to make a meal out of every single trade. So it is what it is. Well, look, I mean, if you can walk and chew gum at the same time and, and you play in the NFL, you can, you can absolutely work for ESPN. It's no problem. Mm-hmm. No problem with <laughs> why Tim Hasselbeck was there for so long. And why, uh, what's the guy's name? Dan Orlovsky is there now. Uh, Dan Orlovsky is long... actually fun, though. Drew Brees is going to take somebody's spot. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, he's going he's gonna to work. He's going to work the Tony Romo. And all of a sudden become clairvoyant. But NFL winning QBs don't really do that. You know what I mean? You know what's interesting? I just realized that, except Phil Sims. So it is what it is. Uh, yeah, we done. We out of here. We going Phil Snap. We made it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stop this right now. One, two, okay. five.